It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This edition of How to Be a CEO is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. ES Audio. Leaders of lots of successful companies will often admit they had no idea the business would get so big. When King, making browser games on platforms like Yahoo and MSN, dropped Candy Crush on the world, it not only didn't know what it would become, it didn't know what it was doing. It's been hard to find a blueprints from anywhere else like we really had to charter our own map all the time and like so we do look for inspiration in other industries as well but also from of course from other companies but like we've really been on the forefront in mobile in casual games and with free to play and really with games as a service Jodor Sommerstad is the man hired by King more than a decade ago with a remit to stabilise declining revenues in its skill games. Candy Crush was being made by another team in the fledgling world of mobile phones. Its success led to one of those make-or-break decisions that could have ended his career right there. The business I was running uh, was about 50% of revenue that uh, before the launch of Candy Crush Saga. And then within a month, we were now only 3%. And I sat down with the CEO... And I recommended that we would start it with actually start winding down uh, our skin games business. Essentially telling him that like I should no longer have the job that I have and that I should like size down my team to a minimum and hand it over to someone else. 
I'm David Marzer from the Evening Standard. Clearly the story doesn't end there. Tjordov is now the president of King Games. We're going to talk about how he turned that around, talk about how Candy Crush became a hit with 3 billion downloads over 10 years, and how it's facing future issues like AI. Could you get a computer to finish that level you're stuck on? But before we get to those questions, I want to know once a company gets to the top, is the biggest challenge you face actually staying there? Yes, that is true. It is a big challenge. Like having 10 years or more actually of success behind us, we've been the number one top grossing franchise in the US for like six years in a row and like we're still growing. How to keep the motivation up, not just for me, but also even more importantly, of course, for my teams. For us, it's about having impact. When we launched Candy Crush Saga, it was always the idea was that it would be a saga, a game that you can keep playing for many, many years. And not just uh, a game that you paid some money for or, or downloaded and played for a bit, and then you moved on to the next game. In in doing that, uh, for me, it's a lot. My job here is like to inspire my teams to drive more innovation into the game, and make sure that we continue to be the best game, the most fun game in the world. But also paying a lot of attention to details and making the things that are really fun just even more fun. Uh, or deliver even more of it as well. So if I give you some examples of that, I, when we launched Candy Crush Saga in 2012 on mobile, we had 65 levels, 60 fun, really fun, enjoyable uh, puzzle levels that you could crush candies, and if you were successful, you moved on to the next level. Now we have almost 15,000 levels. Plus, we keep making the levels that we already launched better and better. So we learn from our players what they think is fun, uh, what game modes they enjoy the most. And so we keep refining and just making the game better every day. What level are you on? I am on level 4,367. <laughs> Last time we checked, which was this morning. Was it always the intention then for King to have kind of this one major product and support that rather than have 20 different games out there? No, not really there. So I mean, if we go all the way back uh, in history to sort of the inception of Candle Crush Saga, this phenomenon, uh, now a decade later, but in 2011, 2012, we were in this phase where we, I joined King around that time, just before we launched Candle Crush Saga, actually. And King had a, almost a decade at that time of doing great puzzle games. And most of our games were at that time on uh, Facebook or other social media platforms or on the web, uh, which is where our home was at the time. And that has started to grow pretty quickly as the adoption of Facebook and other social media started growing up. And then mobile launched. Uh, mobile became a platform and we launched a mobile with Crossplay and Candy really took off and became this big success. At that time, King had launched like 150, 200 games. Uh, so we launched games almost every week on our web platforms at that time. And that was in our DNA at that time, like to launch new games, make the, not only from the previous games and make the games see them more fun. So I would say that it was a bit of a mix uh, in terms of that we had already many other games in the pipeline of launched Candy Crush Saga, but we also launched Candy Crush Saga as games as a service, as we call it. Like we yeah. had the intent. Or that, that this game is something that I will keep working on for a long period of time. We make the commitment to the players that I will keep adding more fun and adding more content to this game as they move along in the saga. But much of our attention at that time, in the early days on mobile, for us and the industry overall, was like to get even more types of content to the market. So we had many studios and we set up studios across Europe and actually across the world at that time. In London, uh, it was one place where we set up Actually, at that time, not only one, but actually two studios. 
uh, to do more games. So our, the first years when I was at King, about a decade ago, we were spending most of our time talking about like, how do we create the next hit games and build on the success of Counterpart Saga. And we did. We launched amazing games like Farm Hero Saga, yep. which is launched out of London. Uh, we launched a follow-up in a way, or what we're calling a sister title to Candy Crush, which is called Candy Crush Soda Saga. We launched some other amazing games in Bubble the Witch Saga, uh, and many other Saga games, actually. And that was what we, where we spent most of our time for the first five years. And then we started realizing that maybe that was not and the success recipe uh, going forward from that time. Yeah, because, I mean, games as a service is a relatively recent kind of development, really, isn't it? It's not something that was around... Well, I mean, it, it may have been around, but in its most early form when you guys first started with Candy Crush. Is it kind of nerve-wracking when you're venturing into these areas that no one's really been before? It's not clear. Like, it's it's been hard to find a blueprints from anywhere else like we really had to charter our own map all the time and like so we do look for inspiration in other industries as well but also from of course from other companies but like we really been on the forefront in mobile in casual games and with free to play and really with games as a service and then at the scale that we've been at so i can imagine that many ha have been looking at us but i find that exciting like the uh, i'm probably born curious uh I love working at King because we are such a curious company. We try to learn all the time. We're also driven by impact. So having a real impact on the world and our players is something that excites us. So we start many days uh, and are thinking about like, how can I have even more impact? How can we make our games even more better? And it, but like sometimes we have to take some bets and like we're not getting it all right. It's like uh, try, in some ways like being in in some sort of startup mode all the time because like we we're testing new grounds and yes we've we've done some mistakes uh there are some things that hasn't worked out like we've done launches or partnerships or uh, and tested many things with players in our games that we thought would be good but it actually has turned out not to be so great but we also have been accumulating learnings along the way uh, and kept the level of ambition high like we want to keep having impact we want to move the world even more. We want to have even more players playing our games and enjoying the fun that our games can bring to the world. So you're right in that it's a challenge, but uh, I I just find it exciting. And I think that our the vast majority of 2,000 Kingsters find it exciting as well. Right, Geodolf might be on level 4,000 and something, but I'm not, so I'm going to brush up on my gameplay. We're going to go into the ads, but before we do that, let me tell you that the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast is returning for the World Cup in France. Actually, do you know what? Why don't we let its host, Lawrence Delalio, do that? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, and my Evening Standard Rugby Podcast will be returning from September the 5th with a special preview episode for the forthcoming Rugby World Cup. There'll be new episodes every week following the home nations as they do battle with the rest of the world in the tournament in France. Plus, we'll have some great special guests, lots of news and views on the biggest competition in rugby. Please follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you, Lawrence. Oh, man, you distracted me. Here's some ads. What about your own evolution though i mean obviously you're now in in the top job there at king where did you start 
just before Candy Crush arrived, what what was your original position? What were you what were you thinking was going to happen when you joined King? Well, I had no idea uh, that this was going to happen to begin with. So I uh, I've been in the games industry for about a decade when I joined King, and King at that time was a relatively successful company with its biggest studio in Stockholm, in Sweden, and uh, uh, a studio or like uh, an office also in London. Uh, and we were doing games on the web mostly. So I was hired in to oversee uh, what was King's core business at that time, which was this web games business where we partnered with what used to be uh, like really cool portals uh, like Yahoo and so on, uh, MSN at that time. So like that's the legacy that we came from. And we had a great product, a great business model. It had been on decline for a while. So my job was to come in and like keep or essentially like stabilize this business and try and get it to small growth where, because we did know that like players are moving elsewhere. Uh, our, the, our audience had started to move to platforms like Facebook. And we also had starting to see that like these smartphones might end, but that was like really early uh, about the time when I joined. So that was my first job. And I actually think I had a pretty good start on like my first year, like started to stabilize the business and we even had some month with growth. But then actually what happened was uh, about like we launched Candy Crush Saga on mobile about a year in. And the business I was running uh, was about 50% of revenue that uh, before the launch of Candy Crush Saga. And then within a month, uh, without like we kept doing our job really well in my team, but uh, we were now only 3% of the company's revenue in a month. And that was quite dramatic, but it was all driven by success from what other teams at King had delivered when they launched Candy Crush Saga. What I did at, time, at that time, uh, which is like, uh, an important moment in my career, is that I thought about the future of, of the skill games that I was working on. And I sat down with a CEO uh, at that time, who was my manager, and said, actually, like I think we've been doing really well here, but shouldn't we focus on launching even more mobile games and like investing behind the success of Candy Crush Saga even more. And I recommended that we would start it with actually start winding down uh, our skin games business, essentially telling him that like I should no longer have the job that I have and that I should like size down my team to a minimum and hand it over to someone else. Uh, and he agreed that was the right thing to do. So I went on a, without knowing what my next job would be, I went on a journey for about six months, like to close down our partnerships and size down the team. And in sizing down the team was really about moving the, our talented people to other teams inside King, because we were hiring uh, crazily at that time, like in real, and uh, like explosion mode, like to be able to invest behind it. But I had no plan for myself. Uh, and it, Probably took about a year, uh, so I wasn't let go of. So, but I sort of hang around and like worked on some smaller strategic projects as I sort of scaled the business down. And then uh, about a year in, I was given the responsibility to oversee the Stockholm studio, uh, and that was where we built Candy Crush Saga and the uh, Candy Crush Soda Saga. But it was a defining moment in my career because I really took a leap of faith in doing the right thing, and that's probably how I operate very often. Like, if it is the right thing to do. Uh, and I strongly believe it's the right thing to do. I'll do it, uh, even if it could have risk for myself or a, a negative consequences for myself. But it turned out it was the right choice. So I had a, like, we kept launching great things around Candy. And then my career has evolved to overseeing studios. And then since about 18 months, I'm 
now proudly the president of King. And as president of King, what is the right thing to do now? What is it that you're thinking, this is what we're going to do? Yeah, we need to continue to be focused and focus on the right things uh, in order to make sure that we are delivering world-class experiences to our players. So it's a couple of things. One is like keep driving the attention to detail, keep making our games better and like richer and uh, continue to invest into projects like remaking our music or adapting our games so that the players that are have color blindness can play a, a colorful game like Candy. Uh, so that's one thing. I keep having making my job is to keep making sure that we can have that focus and attention to detail so that we're uh, staying top, uh, being the best game where we're already strong. Continue to drive innovation, uh, especially into our. Uh, into larger games, we are trying to move, think a bit more broadly now than just uh, Candy Crush Saga as a game and almost like an entertainment product. I talked about Candy Crush All-Stars, which is like one example of that, but we're also bringing launches like Megan Trainer launched a song in Candy Crush Saga, and we just partnered with Barbie and candified some of the Barbie characters into the game. So we're, we're really pushing to be part of pop culture. And then another, of course, really interesting thing that I'm sure a lot of people are, are thinking about as well, and we do at King, is AI, uh, which is in some ways almost in our home turf. Like we've always been obsessed with learning and curious, and we've always been driven about data and technology, and AI really sits in that in that camp. And uh, we are uh, we have a lot of people already working on what we can do with AI to make our gains even better in the future. Could AI play Candy Crush, though? Is that not a threat, <laughs> actually? Could, could an AI come in and just destroy the whole game? As a player, you play the game as a challenge and a, sort of as a treat for yourself and your time to escape or have a moment of fun or get a challenge in, uh, in the day. And I don't think you want to, as a player, replace that with someone else doing it for you. But, uh, I think that would be a strange thing for players to do. But you're we absolutely can have AI play uh, the game if we want to. And we're already leveraging that opportunity in to make the game better. So an example of that is that we have, internally we have what we call bots that are simulating what play, how players would play the game. So that we can quality assure uh, the game in a better way to make sure that we ship even better content to players much faster. So I think that AI is much more going to be an amplifier, like as a customer or as a consumer of entertainment, I think you're going to have even richer experiences because the companies like King that are working with tools like AI will be able to create even better experiences for you. That was Theodor Sommerstad from King Games. For more interviews, news and analysis, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to be a CEO. We'll be back in two weeks time. See you then.